Support for this podcast comes from RecX. RecX stands for Recruitment Explained and is the brand new event from the National Online Recruitment Academy, which has been inspired by TED Talks. It's taking place in the Leicester Square Theatre in London on the afternoon of Tuesday the 10th of June. Ten of the most prominent talent attraction leaders will be filmed giving brief, intense and passionate talks about their path to recruiting excellence. To book your ticket, go to recx.net, that's R-E-C-E-X dot net. Click on tickets and use the discount code RFPODCAST to get 25% off the price. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 93 of the Recruiting Future podcast. This week, not just one guest, eight guests. A couple of weeks ago, the guys at TA Tech invited me to their RecTech conference in Barcelona. RecTech is one of the biggest global trade conferences for job board and recruitment technology providers. The content was fantastic, and there were some very insightful conversations about the future of the industry. Here's Dennis Orshula from ZipRecruiter to set the scene. Hi, my name is Dennis Orshula. I'm Vice President of Strategy and Business Development at ZipRecruiter.com. So ZipRecruiter, obviously a very well-known very well known name in the industry, but there may be people listening from um, geographies that you're not working in who aren't familiar um, with, with the company. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. ZipRecruiter was started about seven years ago with a simple premise to post your job with one click on multiple job boards. And so in the United States, we serve uh, and work with uh, mostly small and medium-sized businesses to make hiring efficient and easy. Fantastic. So from all of the sort of trends and technologies and things that have been discussed over the last two days, what's the standout? What's the standout for you? What's been most interesting? Yeah, I think there's a interesting shift where a lot of the traditional job boards uh, are starting to think about new tools, new software, new ways to do business. There's a lot of uh, of money pouring into the uh, to the HCM space, and that is spurring lots of innovation. And the bigger companies companies are thinking about how can we leverage these tools. The smaller companies are providing unique solutions that uh, that really stand out. So it's a it's a very exciting time to be in the industry. And what's your view on the future of the industry and the future of recruitment? Where, where are we going next? Ah, that's, a t- that's a tough question. But, you know, I think you, you've had a number of companies that have grown up through the, through the 2000s and into the 2010s that are getting uh, a lot more sophisticated. What used to be uh, status quo, you know, 10 years ago is the performance, the solution that employers are getting these, these days are much more sophisticated. So at the end of the day, uh, hiring managers are going to get more and more tools, more and more performance as the industry uh, evolves. The changing nature of candidate expectations was a reoccurring theme of the conference. Here are Renato Profico, Dominic Siri and Monish Rahman to give you a sense of how the implications of this are being felt around the world. Yes, hi, my name is Renato Profico. I'm the CEO of JobCloud. 
And JobCloud is the market leader in Switzerland. We run 14 job platforms. And among those 14 job platforms, um, two main ones is jobs.ch for the German-speaking part of Switzerland and jobup.ch for the French-speaking part of Switzerland, plus JobScout that um, is kind of an aggregator that we have for, for all of Switzerland. A couple of the presentations that we've that we've seen have sort of focused on the the changing nature of candidate expectations being driven by um, other sort of consumer um, consumer web technologies and, and things like that. And what what have you seen in, in terms of the behaviour of your candidates? Is it is it changing? How how are their expectations growing? I think it's always interesting um, observing the two. I say there's always two markets. There is a B2B market and there's a there's a use, the user market. So the user market, the, the candidates are adopting very fast all the new technologies or the trends. They're on mobile. Um, they, uh, they they use apps in, in, in the Tinder mode. They're, they're very, they're very uh, keen to have uh, tools that allow them very quickly to come to the, the job they're interested in. So they're very, they have a high speed in, in, in evolving and adopting things. And on the other hand, we have the B2B, which is much slower, which uh, are um, tied to their recruitment processes and, and et cetera. So we have two, kind, two different kinds of speeds and that makes it sometimes, <clears throat> sorry, that makes it sometimes uh, quite difficult then to advance. But the candidates, they, they adopt uh, whatever, whatever helps them to, to get quicker to, to, their, to their job. Hi, my name is Dominique Seri. I'm the CEO of InfoJobs Spain, which is the leading uh, job board in Spain. Now, you did a really interesting presentation this morning about um, how you sort of brought mobile into um, InfoJobs and um, the, the, the results of it. Um, for the benefit of the, of the podcast listeners, could you just um, give us a kind of quick recap about what you did um, and the sort of positive results you saw? So with uh, InfoJobs, we had a great uh, journey over the last three years because we basically went from a web company to a mobile first company and we completely transformed the organization, our business model, our products or a little bit like our marketing and everything to be uh, just uh, have a, a new youth and transform ourselves to really uh, ride the mobile wave which was a really important one. Uh, it was a very successful journey. It was uh, what we call our love story. Uh, it enabled us to, to double the amount of traffic that was coming to our site, uh, increase dramatically the user engagement, so by, by 5x, which is really a lot, and um, also to uh, just sign more, give more jobs to people, which is uh, in the end the mission of our, our company. So uh, in 2016, we had the really, really good news to sign more than 1 million jobs in Spain, which was uh, 45% more than last year. So it was uh, also in big part due to our mobile journey. So we're very proud and excited about it. So from, um, from your mobile journey, what, what did you learn? What have you learned about the way that mobile job seekers behave? Are they, um, are they the same? Is it, is it different to the desktop traffic you were getting? What, what, are, sort of, um, what are the main learnings from, um, from the new audience that you've got? So funnily enough, it's a great question because uh, we were actually quite surprised on how modern our candidates were and how much they were longing for any new stuff we were developing for them and how fast they were adopting it and with a lot of pleasure and, and in a really easy way. Um, the part that struggled more with the mobile journey was actually ourselves. 
as an organization. So we felt really old fashioned and it was really difficult for us to learn how to do it and, and make this jump. So it was actually more difficult for us, I would say, than for our users. Um, and they've been amazing and they were just telling us what to do. So you should improve this, you're missing that feature, why don't you try that? And actually we uh, just followed what our users were saying. And this helped us also to get it right. Hi, my name is Monish Rahman. I'm the chairman and CEO of Rosie.pk, which is the largest uh, job board in Pakistan. So could you tell us a little bit about the, um, the, the, the market for online recruitment in Pakistan? So we're the leader in the market and uh, about 65,000 employers use us. Uh, we process about 40,000 job applications a day. Uh, over a million people have found jobs through our platform since we started. We started Rosie.pk during the early days of the internet when uh, there were only 2.9 million internet users in the country. Today, there are about 35 million. So the number has grown dramatically. We have grown with the curve. Uh, we were competing against the newspapers in the country when we started. Uh, newspapers are no longer part of the competition. Jobs have moved online. But that being said, uh, there are a large number of employers who have never advertised anywhere. And word of mouth is really the competition that we're going after. The technologies that we're talking about today at this conference, um, a few of them are being leapfrogged in Pakistan. A lot of innovations happening because people are going directly from not having internet access to now owning a smartphone and having 3G and 4G on the smartphones. So it's been very interesting to see what's happening in the rest of the world and drawing analogies to uh, what's happening on the ground in Pakistan and where we need to be going. Two of the key technology themes being discussed were programmatic advertising and the impact of artificial intelligence. Here's Ben Sol from read.co.uk with his views. Hi, my name's Ben. I work at read.co.uk. So, um, are you enjoying the conference? And what have you learned about the future of recruitment? Yeah, the, the conference has been excellent. Um, there's a really good mix of different people here. Um, some that have been in the industry for ages uh, and really know their biscuits. And some that have, uh, are fairly new and are using technology to change things, um, which is a good segue in terms of, you know, what, what do I think the future holds? I'm really fascinated by um, the opportunity, which is programmatic advertising and the way that job boards in particular can use their data sets and what they know about recruitment to um, use other media to go and build their own candidate pools and again, do a great job for their customers. Now, Lots of people are kind of saying programmatic advertising, um, AI, you know, we're sort of hearing these terms um, over and over. From, from an employer perspective, what would you say is um, the, the value for them? So uh, it's great that we have these tools, but um, if I was an employer, what would I see that's different if I kind of embrace using these technologies? Well, um, the new technology is particularly relevant for the UK economy at the moment. The labour labour economy has got really, really tight and good candidates are in short supply. So everybody is looking for different ways to find and attract a, a response from people that aren't necessarily active. And programmatic is fantastic for doing that. If you want to find an active job seeker, advertise on a job board. If you're not getting the right person into the right desk at the right time, you might need to look at different ways of reaching those people. And programmatic enables us to do that in a way that we couldn't do 10 years ago. Final question. What's the one thing that surprised you from the content you've seen over the last couple of days? Uh, the one thing that, that has surprised me is the, uh, the, the continual reference to AI and, and machine learning. 
So, you know, I was of the opinion that um, we, we were fairly forward thinking in what we were doing at read.co.uk, but I've been really nicely surprised to find out that there's an awful lot of clever people thinking about ways that we can use AI and machine learning to improve what we offer. So that's been really great to find out. So what does AI actually mean in practice? Here's Angela Hood from This Way Global giving her views on the topic. Uh, hi, I'm Angela Hood. I'm with uh, This Way Global. I'm the founder and CEO. Uh, we were founded out of University of Cambridge Ideas Space in England. Um, and we have now opened our office uh, globally. We are in Cambridge, uh, London, England, uh, Europe, and then also Austin, Texas, and opening an East Coast and West Coast office soon. So can you, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what they, This Way Global does? Sure. Um, so we are a GPS for jobs. Um, so it's a global placement system. We work across the globe. Uh, we find it very important to actually look at where the candidate is now, where do they want to go, and then also match that against where a business is with their employment, and then where do they want to take the business. Matching those two things is very important. It requires 36,000 data points to be looked at, as opposed to the current systems use maybe three or 400 points to try to get to the same match. Now, nearly everyone I've interviewed so far has, has, has talked all about AI, artificial intelligence. Now, um, from the couple of presentations that I've seen you uh, do on the, on the, on the stage and the, and the panel today, um, I know you've got some sort of particular views on uh, actually what is AI and um, whether people are actually using it. Can you sort of give us your perspective on this? Sure. So I think if you look at the academic explanation of what artificial intelligence is, I don't think anyone in the market is actually doing artificial intelligence, including us. Uh, we use AI because it's kind of like a shortcut for a marketing term for people to understand, oh, this is kind of something cool. Uh, what in fact we're really doing uh, as a system is machine learning. Uh, we are approaching some artificial intelligence in some ways, but uh, hiring a person and employing a person and working for a company is very much a human environment. So humans must continue to be involved in this. So we are not coming in and saying we're going to apply something artificial and then tell you who you're going to hire and you're going to just like that. The thing that I think is better is what, uh, I love what in January of 2017, um, the World Economic Forum kind of coined this phrase of to say we're intelligent augmentation. So we take the intelligence that the business has learned, that the recruiter has learned, the intelligence that the candidate has about what they're good at, and we augment that with science. We augment that with math. And by doing that, it removes a lot of the bias out of the process. It makes the matching more accurate. It makes uh, you be able to hire with greater confidence. And it means the candidate can feel more confident. And when they accept the job, it's going to be the right fit for them. So based on all of that and based on um, everything you've seen um, at the event today, what does the future of recruitment look like? Uh, the future of recruitment. Um, I think we are in for some real turbulent times. Um, I don't think there's any way around it. Uh, as we heard today, uh, Google made an announcement. They're going to actively go into uh, the job market world, right? There's no way someone like Google cannot come into a space and cause a splash. Uh, the thing that I think that was maybe overlooked today is the people at this conference um, and the attendees of these conferences, four or 500 different high-level companies, they have established networks and relationships with both candidates and companies. 
even Google cannot replace that, right? So I think what has to happen is we as an industry have to focus more on delivering something better for the candidate. The candidate has to feel more important because they are important. They're absolutely critical. Um, and I think if we do that as an industry, we'll manage this disruption. will be fine. But there's going to be some shakeout. And if companies do not adapt technology and use it in their favor, I don't think they'll make it. Two slightly more in-depth interviews to finish with. First of all, you'll hear from Josh Gamble from Recruitix talking about programmatic advertising and also the implications of Google launching itself into the recruitment technology space. And then secondly, you'll hear from Sergio Gonzalez from CornerJob. And CornerJob have come up with a really interesting strategy to help solve the candidate experience problem. Hi, Josh. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name is Josh Gamble. I'm CEO of a company called Recruitix. Uh, we're based in New York City. We're an analytics and optimization platform for job advertising. And what we do is we help companies optimize the performance of their job ads as they try to market them all across the different performance sites uh, to try and acquire candidates to their company. So what we're talking about on what we're talking about on this week's show is the future of talent acquisition technology. What what trends are you seeing? Where where do you think this future is? Yeah, great question. I mean, perfect uh, perfect platform where we are at the uh, at the Rec Tech conference in Barcelona to talk about trends. Uh, essentially, there's there's several things that are happening in the industry right now, and um, the the biggest fundamental trend that we see right now that is continuing to grow is performance media buying for recruitment advertising or job advertising uh, is growing at a very fast clip. Um, and what typically happens is uh, recruitment advertising follows ad tech or traditional digital advertising. And over the past few years, if you look at what happened, or really the past 17 years, uh, Google launched in 2000. Uh, and we're talking about Google now. I'm going to talk about Google in a few minutes. But they launched in 2000 with pay-per-click advertising. Um, prior to that, there was display advertising. And over the past 17 years, the advertising industry has gotten much more complex at how they buy performance media. And what happened is as soon as you buy performance media, which is when you pay for performance, pay-per-click, pay-per-application, you need some type of analytics and technology to optimize that performance to get efficiency. So in the advertising world, there's a lot of technologies that have been created and more three-letter acronyms than we can even go through today. Um, But the recruitment world has been following. And so the recruitment world started on a fixed-based pay-per-post model uh, with Monster and, and companies leading the way you know, for many, many years. And in 2004, Indeed launched, and Indeed copied the Google model on a pay-per-click per, or pay-for-performance model. And Indeed has had tremendous growth. Uh, you know, they, uh, we had a survey that we showed yesterday at the conference, and uh, the number one uh, component that job boards are afraid of is the Indeed growth because of, of their success, and, and they're very efficient at driving acquisition. And there's a lot of players that are coming into the market that sell on a cost-per-click basis uh, or a pay-per-applicant basis, and that's definitely where we're seeing the trends going. Our companies are getting smarter with their data, and they're starting to buy on a performance basis. And when you have performance, then comes programmatic. And we talked a lot yesterday around what programmatic means, and it's used uh, a a lot. Um, the, The basic definition is programmatic is really using uh, a computer and software to make the buying decisions for you. And that's a big change for, uh, for corporate and for staffing and for basically anybody that is looking to acquire candidates. 
they're very used to having the recruiter push a button, take a job description and distribute it to you know, a digital site and get applications. Um, but one of the biggest trends is using programmatic, which means the machines are going to do a lot of the work. And people are a little scared of that. But the efficiency that you get out of that is really effective. So before we kind of go on and talk about um, external players in the market, you, you mentioned Google. Can I? It, it came up as a question in one of the sessions that we were just in. But what, what would your definition of performance be for, for, for recruiting? Is, is, it, is it hiring? Is it applications? Where, where can we kind of draw the, draw, the, draw the line if we're working like this? Yeah, great question. So um, I would say the definition, how I would classify performance is paying for something at an agreed upon conversion point. Uh, and so there could be multiple conversion points and you know the buyer and the seller have to agree on what they're willing to pay for what conversion point. So right now we see pay-per-click, which there is agreed upon cost per click that the buyer is willing to pay for a click to their job. Um, that has evolved in one of the biggest growth areas that, uh, that we're seeing now and I believe we're going to continue to see over the next, uh, the next several years is pay-per-application. Why? Because it reduces the risk on the cost per click side. You pay more, but you get applications. Now, the gotcha part is you don't get the quality applications or there's no guarantee of quality. So you see other companies and platforms starting to move to cost per qualified application. The big challenge with cost per qualified application is uh, how do you measure quality? And every ATS has a different component of how they measure that. And so that's part of the industry that I believe is going to start to get is starting to evolve. Uh, with really good analytic solutions and standardizations of, of, of you know, what considers quality. Um, two, two platforms that are really shaking up the staffing industry are Indeed Prime uh, and Hired.com. Uh, and both of those are offering uh, another way to get a contingency search done. And what I mean by contingency search is typically staffing or recruitment firms, you'll pay them a fee, 15, 20, 30% of the candidate's salary uh, to go find and place that candidate with you. Uh, hired, Indeed Prime are offering either subscription-based models or 10% of the salary to be able to provide you with a platform of candidates that you can pick from. So you don't have the recruiter as much involved in the process, but it's using digital and performance uh, media to be able to give you the power of choice. So to, I don't know if I really answered the question of what I consider uh, you know, performance, but essentially uh, it's what a buyer and seller are willing to agree upon uh, against an agreed-upon conversion point and a price. No, I think that makes perfect sense. I think that's going to be um, an evolving conversation as we sort of move through this this next phase of development. We, we both kind of hinted um, that we should probably talk about Google's um, recent announcement, actually as recent as uh, yesterday. Um, tell us a bit about what they're doing and how um, how it kind of affects our industry. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone's been worried about Google uh, since forever. Well, since 2000 when they started, but uh, there's been a lot of rumors. Is Google going to get into the job space? And the rumors have been going on for years and years. Um, about a month ago, I believe, actually probably a few months ago, they, they announced Google hired. Uh, um, and essentially, still no real details. It's an applicant tracking system. What are they doing with it? Um, just yesterday, they announced Google for jobs. Uh, and I think that's their first play into what will be performance-based advertising for jobs. Uh, they spoke about indexing jobs from sites like ZipRecruiter uh, and Monster and other sites that have content. And what I believe we're going to see uh, is a real shakeup in the industry of how people are able to buy uh, uh, pay-per-click performance advertising for jobs. Um, currently, the leader is Indeed, uh, and Indeed gets a lot of traffic from Google. And it's going to be interesting to see 
if uh, if Google is going to be driving more traffic and more people to their site directly to job listings. One of the things we talked about yesterday that's really you know important component to understand um, is mobile. Uh, and, and mobile uh, may be an area that Google can help us solve, may not. Uh, but, but advertising, as we talked about, recruitment is, is seeing, uh, is following ever, uh, the, the traditional av- digital advertising. Um, greater than 50% of digital advertising dollars in 2016 were spent on mobile. And in recruitment advertising, we're seeing a significant amount of traffic on mobile. But when you look at the data, we're seeing that conversion rates on mobile are half of those on desktop. And the current ecosystem doesn't allow us a lot of flexibility to be able to bid properly in a performance or programmatic model to be able to uh, get the ROI that you need. So it skews the overall results. And it was a big topic of conversation yesterday. And and it's something that if anybody can start to tackle to allow greater efficiency of buying on mobile versus desktop or however it is, you know, maybe Google can do that. And Google can do a lot of things. So we're all excited to see what they're going to bring. Absolutely. And it's it's very tempting to keep geeking out and talking about, um, you know, all these kind of uh, advertising technologies and everything that's happening. But lots of in-house recruiters, lots of HR people listening to the the podcast, just to sort of bring this back in terms of of the value that some of this technology is going to give them. Can you kind of just sort of reiterate um, where where they're likely to see the upside and the value from, 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 from all this development? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, you caught me fresh off of a programmatic conference. So the mind is very, you know, is very deep into the weeds. What all of this means is a greater efficiency in the ability to find, acquire, onboard, hire candidates. And why I go all the way to the hire and I talk about efficiency is there's analytic solutions now that can basically understand exactly where you got the candidate, follow them through the process and ensure that the where you're spending your advertising dollars are working to what matters most for you. Ultimately, what everything we just spoke about, it matters if you are getting hires and if you are spending your recruitment advertising dollars effectively to get those hires. So what we're going to be able to see is analytic solutions allow you to understand. And then these programmatic optimization solutions, essentially working against performance media, allow you to take that understanding and be able to buy more effectively so that you can get a better ROI for the advertising budget you have. And, you know, we know we only have so much money to spend and we need to get the most out of it. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes that most will never see. And it's programmatic and it's performance and it's mobile. But ultimately, you know, the big message is it's going to help you get more hires at a very controllable cost that you can duplicate over and over again because you have the right data. Josh, thank you very much for talking to me. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Hi, Sergio. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Nice to be here. So could you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about who you are and what you do? So I'm Sergio Gonzalez. I'm CEO of CornerJob. So CornerJob is a mobile platform aiming to, to solve the issues of the blue-collar recruiting. Um, we were had a launch in Italy, France, Spain and, and Mexico. We are an almost two-years-old company, so quite a recent one, but we have experienced tremendous growth. And our main focus is to put technology in place so that the companies can really fast hire people on the blue-collar segment. Plus, candidates on the blue-collar segment can also access these kind of jobs. So we especially use smartphone technology for doing so, as the blue-collar blue-collar segment is much more on on, uh, on these kind of things, uh, on these kind of channels. Plus, companies are we are providing them a real solution for for those needs because currently there what they ha- it's happening is that they're using all the tools that are not optimized uh, for this. So we put technology in place so that we really make the process fast, easy uh, for both sides, and pr- we provide instant feedback and transparency on the process for both sides. So we're 100% mobile for candidates. Plus, we have also a desktop solution for for companies. 
So on this show, we're talking about the future of recruitment and the future of um, technology. And this is obviously a very interesting sector because blue-collar workers is, is is somewhere traditionally that maybe online recruitment hasn't um, hasn't done a hasn't done a good job with in the past. What what sort of features and what sort of technologies and what aspects of of, of what you do work work really well in that market? Why how are you managing to um, crack that market and grow so quickly? So there are, there are some features that uh, are already in place and are really common and, and known by everyone, which are smartphone technologies mainly, geolocation, uh, chat interfaces, and these kind of things, which are, I guess, really common for everyone, but not really exploited in the recruiting sector. So this, this is in the in the core and the essence of, of current job, and those technologies are is what we are aiming to be disruptive at, at this moment. However, we also are looking at the future, and we see machine learning and AI technologies to, to be really coming really with a lot of strength so we are already benefiting from that and our platform is is benefiting from algorithms from both sides to actually make the conversion funnel for both sides candidates and companies work better Um, since last six months when we started doing these projects we have been 60 percent improvement in the funnel so i I guess it's a really successful project i would say Um, plus another thing that i'm I'm personally vetting for is the chatbots so i think the that uh, not necessarily chatbots uh, with a full um, and fancy AI, but the chatbot interface, I think it's something that people is really used to. And uh, I think that this has not been really exploited in the recruiting market in a massive way. One of the things that, that that's come up in conversations today has been candidate experience and, and candidates uh, applying for jobs and just going into a kind of a black hole and not 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 hearing anything. Um, how 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 have you um, at Corner Job been dealing with that? kind of issue so our main focus is to give it to give the candidates the full transparency and uh, full information on the process so first thing we do is we promise a 24-hour response uh, meaning the candidates will know what happens with their application within 24 hours but we are not uh, only doing that we we aim to do much more than that and we provide both sides uh, because transparency not only works for candidates but also for companies and we're providing both sides um, with information on the behavior of the other side we're implementing reviews um, we're having uh, chat response rate, uh, availability of people, those kind of information that are really helpful for both. Plus, in the candidate side, we're also starting to use machine learning and AI technologies um, to help them improve themselves. So we are not only telling them, you know what, uh, this company is not looking for you, it doesn't like your profile, but we are trying to do more appealing like, uh, this company probably has, has rejected you because you don't have enough English level from what we can understand. So why don't we recommend you those things or those, those uh, other offers or something like that? So this is the kind of technology that we are putting in place. And this is the kind of transparency and, and instant feedback that we're talking about. So the, the, the candidate kind of gets accepted or rejected within 24 hours. And then what you're doing is you're taking the data that you have from both sides to actually give them um, give them useful feedback. But that's essentially feedback that's automated, um, sort of taking the pressure off the employer to do that if they've got lots of applications. Is that is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So uh, companies will receive a lot of applications really, really fast because our platform is uh, focused on shortening the process. Uh, but they need to commit within the 24 hours. Otherwise, they will lose these these candidates, and uh, and all their effort will 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 be um, diluted. But what we're seeing actually, this seems like a friction. And what we're actually seeing is that companies, when start understanding the process, the the the, the, the technology and the and the platform, they actually are engaging a lot with the platform because the the sense is that if I don't check 
all the candidates that I've received within 24 hours, I might be losing someone who's really, really fit with our with uh, our company. So actually what we're seeing is that we've managed to turn one something that might seem like a friction point for, for them to something that is much more engaging. So I know you're working with some interesting um uh, employers with this solution can you sort of tell us a little bit about who's uh, who, who's using corner job and what they're seeing from it yeah so as, as i was saying we're using technology to solve uh, a company's issues so we have uh, pretty big companies working with us uh, in many industries so for instance in the staffing industry all of them are using us run Saturday, Eco and power uh, within restoration we have uh, bigger names like mcdonald's uh, telepizza for instance domino's and these kind of names they are pretty famous in the south of, of europe um, in the event category also we have uh, mobile world congress was using us for hiring people in uh, here in spain in barcelona when they did it in, in february also we we, we helped the uh, UEFA Euro Cup to organize this uh, the event in, in Paris um, last year, in France, actually, last year. We also have uh, worked with Rangaro. So these are the kind of, of companies and names that are using us. Sergio, thank you very much for talking to me. My thanks to everyone who agreed to be interviewed for the show. My thanks also to Peter and Pete Weddle for inviting me to the event. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or download the show app on your smartphone. Just search for Recruiting Future in your app store. You can listen to all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.